0: The Incomparable, number 570, June 2021.
1: Welcome back, everybody, to The Incomparable. I'm your host, Jason Snell. This is a very special episode. It's not a draft, people. It's not a draft. It's a pitch session where people are going to be pitching me and you, the listener, on, in this case new muppet movies you see we feel like maybe we love the muppets here at the incomparable we've done episodes about the muppets there's a whole podcast at the incomparable that was about muppet movies called bear left right frog named for my favorite joke in the muppet movie um and now we're gonna pitch what a new muppet movie might be like just trying to help out the the scrappy upstarts at uh, what is this disney it yeah. says here. Disney owns the Muppets. <laughs> All right, the scrappy up starts at Disney, whatever that is, uh, with their uh, you know, their Muppet business, because they need a little help. They need a little guidance, and we're gonna provide it. Let me introduce the people who are going to be pitching a new Muppet movie to you in this episode, in the order they were chosen by random.org, which will also be the order in which you will hear their pitches. First up will be Nathan Alderman. Hello. Hi, Hi-ho. <laughs> then Kelly Gamont. <laughs> uh then quinn rose
2: i don't have a muppets impression but i do have a lot of love
1: yes and one of the co-hosts of bear left right frog i have to say so thank you for walking through all the maybe you can use your knowledge of what you've seen the good the bad the highs the lows in uh use, use it for good use
2: it for good i've seen far too much yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> that's that's uh that's
1: what
0: i hear philip michaels will uh will pitch next hello You know, Jason, life is like a movie. You write your own ending. The studio says, this ending tested very poorly. Uh, We're going to reshoot it. And then you uh, drink. (laughs) Fair
1: enough. Fair enough. Moises Chuyun will uh, pitch after that. Hello. Hey, Jason! (laughs) And uh, then it'll be Stephen Hackett, the other
3: co-host of Bare Left Right Frog, who's also seen so much. Hello. You made us watch... Muppets, Wizard of Oz, and I haven't quite forgiven you yet. <laughs> Did I make you? Yeah. Did I make you? It was you do on the that? list of movies you sent us. Okay. Well
1: then, don't oh, so ever bad. forgive me. Don't don't ever forgive <laughs> me. Uh, David J. Lore will pitch next. Hello.
4: Hi Ho, Jason the Snill. Thank you for having me.
1: <laughs> then it will be Monty Ashley. Hello.
5: I'm the Lachoy Dragon. <laughs> well, oh, it's a callback. <laughs> oh my God.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's my favorite
4: muppet next to bruno the trash man and uh and i
1: will pitch last because i'm your host and by the time we get to me some at least one and probably three people will have pitched my movie but that's okay um and then when we're done we'll 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 probably have some leftovers that or all the other the boundless ideas that we had uh, but uh let's start with nathan nathan alderman you are first let us know what uh what muppet movie do you think we should be making
6: Okay, well, first of all, I would like to say, you monsters. Thanks to you guys and this draft, I have had this movie living in my head for the past month. Now, I'm going to inflict it on all of you. So, in my opinion, you need three things to make a really good Muppet movie. It needs to be meta. It needs to be aware that it's a movie and making fun of that. It needs to be sincere. There has to be some honest emotional core at the heart of it. And if you have humans in the movie, you have to give them the space to do what they do best, to be funny and interesting and to interact with the Muppets rather than, hey, here's James McAvoy as a UPS guy for no reason. And with that in mind, I would like to pitch to you, the Muppets take the MCU. And yes, I mean the Marvel Cinematic Universe. (sighs) Okay, you're the first. There'll be two more before you get to me, but go ahead. Yes. (laughs) Yes, <laughs> the Muppets are dejected because Disney does not know what to do with them. Walter is, of course, freaking out because that's what Walter does as the world's most annoying Muppet super well, fan. just th-
0: your fir- there's your first strike for. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hang on, I'm bringing oh, it around. That, oh, okay. I'm oh, bringing oh, it
6: around. Sorry. Walter is is the the annoying super fan who's like, I just feel like I got the Muppets back together. You know, now they're all falling apart again. Kermit. Is trying to put on a brave face, but deep down inside, he's afraid because he lost the Muppets before. And, you know, he worries that he made some mistake and let everybody down, and he can't bear the thought of losing them again. So the Muppets get the idea, start to think, well, th- these Marvel guys, they're really successful. Why, why can't we talk to them? At one point in my script, po- Fozzie picks up a Marvel comic book and just shouts into it, What are we doing wrong? How can we be cooler? Wait, is
3: Fozzie German?
0: Yeah.
3: <laughs> 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 United States Fuzzy not available. Only Eastern European Fuzzy. He unknown from Borat
1: movie.
5: Waka Waka. <laughs> look up at the
1: stars. They wonder where they are and whether they are infinitesimally small in the universe. Waka Waka.
6: This is what happens when I, I imitate Werner Herzog. Before I try to imitate Fuzzy Bear. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm.
7: It okay. is truly a folly only man could imagine. I
6: think you mean a Fuzzy. Uh, and so the Muppets jump into the Marvel universe to try and find these characters and talk to them and find out like, what makes you cool? How can we be cool? And, when Kermit realizes that, in the process, they are destabilizing the entire Marvel universe and that if it goes down, they will go down with it, he has to jump in and try to rescue them. Kermit runs into Steve Rogers and Peggy Carter and gets some uh, advice from them about how to deal with, with powerful women. Uh, he runs into Tony Stark post-Civil War and realizes that you know you can't just fob off all your problems on other people. At some point, you have to take responsibility for the people you love. And uh, that's when he finds Walter, who has been transformed through the devilish magic of Mephisto into Waltor, a bad parody of Zack Snyder's superhero movies. Kermit is horrified and agrees to trade himself to free Walter. And Walter is cast out into the quantum realm where, with a little help from Ant-Man, because I figured the only person who can make Walter palatable is Paul Rudd. Uh, gets back on his feet, reunites the other Muppets, and goes to rescue
0: Kermit.
1: <laughs> Nathan, I, I have one question: So why not just kill Walter?
6: <laughs> yes. yeah, <laughs> yes. yeah. yeah. That, Earn that, the PG no. thirteen. Earn it <laughs> the PG screen. thirteen because I think it, it's it's long. It's too long to to describe here. But I think I could find a way to actually make Walter not be completely horrible. I don't know. Nope.
8: <laughs> nope. I don't know.
7: I, I, I don't know if I'm if I'm down with dedicating an entire movie to rehabbing Walter.
6: <laughs> nope. <laughs> No. Nope. And so, in the end, the Muppets are still adrift at Disney. Disney still has no idea what to do with them, but the Muppets don't care. They are rededicated to, you know, believing in themselves and finding any way they can to make people smile and laugh. And that's the most insane thing I've ever said in public, so... Uh, I apologize.
7: Kermit as company man for Disney very well matches uh, implementations of Kermit that we've seen. Kermit is Kermit is wanting to tow That's the line fair. initially. I I, I I think I think that is some of the more realistic characterization of Kermit that we've seen in 10, 20
1: years.
0: Uh-huh, frog, yeah. frog, you haven't been earning lately. And uh, uh, Mickey, Mickey, what's to wet his beak?
1: Uh-huh. Gosh, Mickey, you want me to kill him? I would really like to see a yeah, yeah. Muppet Mickey Mouse in this movie because that would be amazing.
0: Goofy. Pretty his knees.
1: <laughs> all right uh um, a meta look at the muppets invading the marvel cinematic universe uh and i really like the idea that the that really any movie at this point should probably start with the muppets being uh at kind of loose ends because they're trapped inside of disney and what do they do with that so i uh i like that especially so thank you nathan kelly What's your pitch?
8: Okay, so um, my first one, they, they started in my brain, they started as titles, and then I started fleshing them out. So the first one I have to pitch is Felted Goldmine, your glittery, <laughs> glamorous, period, perfect look at how Dr. Teeth and Electric Mayhem came to be. This includes yes. all the things that I think a Muppet film needs, great music, a known story, star gets too big and flames out in dramatic fashion and a milieu rife with both lush visuals and opportunities for winking nods at culture this also gives us a chance for the sly references for adults and at broader comedy for everyone to enjoy and really what it comes down to is how they all got together and um Uh, how how basically how dr teeth came up and then how he met up with floyd and janice and zoot and everybody and how an animal and how all of that happened how each of them got to be who they were maybe a little bit about how each of them got to be on the instrument they were on i mean animal doesn't really need a lot of explanation but you know why does zoot play the mic play the saxophone and will he speak and What got them all together? What made them a band? Something keeps them all playing together. I would really like to know what that is because it's not like they've ever elaborated on it anywhere. And when we get to, um, I sadly have not detailed this to quite Alderman-like levels, but um, the final scene of the film is when Kermit and Fozzie come across them in the church in the Muppet movie. And so that it all ties in completely with how they ended up uh, getting mixed up with the Muppet Show,
6: so they put down the script to Felted Goldmine and pick up the script to the Muppet Movie.
8: Basically, yeah, they sort of bump up against each other the way um, Rogue One and Episode Four do. Like the very end of this movie is where the next film picks up.
0: Well, it could be it could be one of those. Oh, we've had that was quite an adventure we had. Well, let's play, and then the Bear and the Frog come in. It, 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 yeah. it, it, it's easy to yeah. or it's just totally them works. like
8: it, it's slightly before that like it's them having found this church as a place to hang out and this seems like a really great rehearsal space and then you know and that's the, the exact place where we come across them in the movie that's my pitch
1: makes sense your story checks out uh, Quinn you've seen them all the horror the horror what is your suggestion for a new Muppet movie
2: I had also had some thoughts about how to uh, integrate some of the Muppets and some other Disney properties, but what I kept coming back to was that honestly, when I watched all of the Muppet movies, some of my favorite ones were ones that took existing stories and adapted them um, with Muppet characters and Muppet humor, and then I really couldn't let go of the thought of the movie that I would want most in the world to be remade as a Muppet movie, and. That is Mamma Mia. <laughs> <laughs> Mamma Mia only came out about 10 years ago. We could use this, some of the same humans in the cast, um, and then a lot of them will be replaced by Muppets. So here is my concept for Mamma Mia the Muppet movie. Uh, our, for anyone who uh, hasn't seen Mamma Mia the Basic... Very loose premise is there is a young woman who is getting married. She's been raised by a single mother her whole life, and then she finds out that there are three men who might possibly be her biological father. So she invites all three of them to her wedding, hijinks ensue. So in my version, uh, that woman Sophie would still be played by um, imag- uh, would still be played by Amanda Siegfried and. Uh, her mother would still be played by Meryl Streep, um, and pretty much everyone else would be Muppets.
5: <laughs> I was convinced you were going to say everyone else would also be humans, and it's just going to be Mamma Mia. <laughs> no. I,
0: I, it's I, just Mamma Mia. It's going to take me a moment to come to terms with the fact that Meryl Streep bedded three Muppets within, like, days of each other. Do Are you think she holding? couldn't do it? Do, oh, do? she could do it.
8: No. If anyone she do could do it, and she'd
0: make it believable.
7: So, if so anyone I, could, yeah. If you don't want to see Meryl Streep caress Gonzo's nose, I don't know what you like to
0: do. This my next question. Yeah. Quinn, which three Muppets did yeah. Meryl Streep take down?
4: <laughs> well <laughs> don't know what it was like in the uh, public theater in the 70s. Th-
2: this is really why I couldn't let go of this idea. So first of all, there are two friends that Meryl Streep has, and I think those will be played by Miss Piggy and Janice. And then there I'm are three sure potential fathers and my concept for the potential fathers is one is kermit one is Fozzie, and one is still colin firth, <laughs> <laughs> colin firth? but oh, no it's, it's just Town. human man colin firth and the entire movie they play it completely straight that they have no idea which one of them is her father <laughs> because <laughs> one i think this would work perfectly with muppet humor and two there is no canonical genetic explanation for muppets so it could be possible that any of them are a father we're not sure how muppets work um and then most of the cast of the rest of the movie uh, it is a it's a musical i don't know if i mentioned that um it's incredibly fun musical that has genuine emotional beats but most of it is it takes It takes its business of not being serious very seriously, which is why I think it would work really well with Muppet humor. I think they would just add another layer of meta humor on top of it and add into the joy and the incredibly ridiculous dance numbers. It's all ABBA songs. Um, They are strung together with an incredibly thin plot and they embrace every single moment of that thin plot, um, which just makes it a joy to watch. And I think that having Muppet and their silly little Muppet faces as part of that could, could only enhance the experience.
7: Quinn, I've got to ask, is her fiancé still a human being or is he suddenly Scooter?
2: I think he should be Gonzo.
7: Gonzo, yeah, that
5: works. <laughs> Quinn, who are the okay. actors that you cut out in favor of Kermit and Fozzie?
2: Um, well, Pierce Brosnan. Pierce Brosnan. And Stone Skarsgård. Yeah, yeah. Okay.
5: <laughs> and which is which? <laughs> um, Pierce, Pierce Brosnan is the one who can't sing. He's no, I mean which is
2: the one who also can't Skarsgard sing.
5: Which which is replaced by Kermit, and which is replaced by Piggy.
2: Well, two of the characters, two of those characters, end up having a sub romance at the end. So I guess I would give uh, Kermit is Scarsgard, um, so Miss Piggy could have the little romance with him at the end.
5: Ah, right, excellent, thank you.
0: So I, I don't mean to criticize, but I would have accepted the Swedish chef as the Stellan Skarsgard.
8: Uh, oh, <laughs> oh, that's that's oh awesome. I like yeah. that.
5: He's got <laughs> human hands. Wink.
8: Human
0: hands. <laughs> I would also. <laughs> oh Lord! No. I would also accept Zoot in lieu of Colin Firth. But other <gasps> other than that, a plus would oh, Okay,
8: can, I like can, it.
4: Please tell me it would be called Muppet Mia.
0: Oh yeah. I was thinking
1: well, Muppet of Muppet Mama Mia, but still with the exclamation point at the end.
0: <laughs> or Mama Muppet. really all three titles. Yeah, she's are very not good. she's not
4: a muppet. Yeah, it's Papa a Muppet.
2: Human. It's Mama Mia Muppet movie, but there's a exclamation point after every word. Yes. <laughs> Okay. I think that's, that's better. That than Acceptable all the yeah. other suggestion. Yeah. A very
5: very merry Muppet movie that is Ooh. Mama Mia. <laughs>
0: Mamma Mia 3 here I'm Mupp again. I'm going
5: to write it I'm <laughs> going to write it down as
1: Mama Mia Muppet movie. So, done. <laughs> Sold. Sold. If I could greenlight that right now I would. That's like such a great idea. Mm-hmm. I actually that's such a great idea Quinn. So good. All right. Phil, what do you have?
0: Well, Jason. I I decided to uh, combine the things I, I love into a movie. Now, I, I love bourbon. Not really a good movie. I love baseball. Very bad baseball movies. But the other thing I love besides the Muppets, Jason, is Goodfellas. I've been thinking a lot about Goodfellas lately. <gasps> oh, no. The best movie no. that was ever made. We're making Muppet Goodfellas, Jason. We're good doing Muppets. it today. Goodfeltas? No, just Muppet Goodfellas. Come on, don't don't. This is very serious. <laughs> okay. the, the movie opens with Gonzo closing the trunk of a car uh, and saying, "From the beginning, all I ever wanted to be was a Muppet." And boom, <laughs> smash cut to uh, to Tony Bennett. Um, yeah, so
5: Johnny Piyama. <laughs> Gonzo, uh, yeah.
0: Gonzo is Henry Hill. Uh, the Robert De Niro, De Niro character that that that's played by Rolf. And of course, Animal is the Joe Pesci character. Whereas Kermit, you might mm-hmm. say, Kermit is Polly. Polly's the head of the gang because <gasps> uh-huh. uh, uh, yep. Kermit doesn't have to move fast for anybody. And it's it's mostly just Kermit looking disappointed as Gonzo uh, <laughs> go go goes awry. You think me funny? You think <laughs> me clown? Me amusing? <laughs> yeah, you got it, baby. Uh, obviously, Camilla the chicken is Karen. Karen Hill. Of and, course. Uh, I don't believe the audience will uh, will be able to sit still during the, the scene where chickens cluck out the piano exit to, to uh, Layla as we uh, see all the, the people <laughs> that uh, 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 Rolf has killed. I'm
1: thinking of Rolf saying, Just, uh, go right
0: down there. And she goes, yeah. go <laughs> <laughs> right down there. <laughs> Jason, Rock. it writes itself. And obviously, uh, Fosse <laughs> Bear is Billy Bats, because he's, uh-huh. uh go, go home and get your shine box. Huh? Yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> and you know, the real cast of Goodfellas can come in for, for cameos and, and do takes to the camera and all that. But really, this, <laughs> it, this is a straight retelling of Goodfellas with Muppets. Muppets. What's not to like?
6: Ray Liotta <laughs> has been in two separate Different Muppet movies playing two different characters. He's he's in this.
0: He wasn't available for this one. We couldn't use him. <laughs> oh well, oh. He was on vacation. He was on yep. vacation. But the guy who plays Johnny Roast Beef is in it quite a lot.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Muppet Goodfellas, straight up. Got it. I'm sold again. I'm just going to greenlight all these. We're going to make all in my world. All future movies will be just Muppet movies. How about that? Just all all That's movies, all releases. I
6: would I would see this. Yes,
1: Moises? So ev- everybody
7: has their version of the Muppets. Uh, there, there is a very specific flavor that different Muppet movies, Muppet series, Muppet implementations, and things take, and uh, and people have very closely held beliefs about what to them is the essence of the Muppets. The people that made the recent Muppet movies had very particular thoughts about uh, why we should care about a Muppet named Walter that we've never met before. Um, There are many people who, who, uh, who do not agree with that. And so in trying to think of what we do with a Muppet movie when they've done so many things, they've done adaptations of so many things, Um, you know, there there is that uh, that never ending argument about which of those first three movies is the best. Uh, It is the Muppet movie, Uh, but some people think it's great Muppet caper. Some people think it's Muppets take Manhattan. I respect all of these beliefs. I I don't. Um, (laughs) I, I respect them. Don't agree with them. Um, but I, you know, I go back to being a kid, uh, back in the days of VHS. And when, you know, your parents would occasionally, uh, you know, tape something using a camcorder that they've rented from, uh, the video rental store or tape something off of cable. Sometimes you run out of tape and you don't get the whole movie, uh, back in those days. And so we open on a kid watching the first Muppet movie and it cuts off just before we get to that beautiful triumphant ending. And then we come back to the perfect, uh, the, the present day. And we go with a similar setup to something that we've seen before. The the Muppets are, are, uh, are feeling the itch to get back together and put on a show and do something. And then suddenly, Scooter appears out of a portal, seemingly from nowhere, with a bizarre scarf wrapped around his neck, <gasps> saying everyone has to come with him immediately. The time stream is broken. Because something that I noticed about those first three Muppet movies they have different versions of origin stories for things. There's 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 uh, they themselves represent something of a multiverse in terms of the way that they set up when the Muppets met each other and so on. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't think I'm wrong about this. So what I am proposing is the Muppets into the Muppet verse in which. All things Muppet count, and we have to jump across everything, going all the way back to Sam and Friends. Um, we 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 touch on both versions of Muppet Babies, um, all three of the first original movies, uh, and and we take detours into strange parallel worlds of Hensonia, to Farscape, Labyrinth, and the Dark Crystal. Uh, we do some Emmett Otter's Jug Band Christmas. We, we, we dip into uh, A Christmas Carol, not using uh, canned footage, but having Michael Caine um, uh, later in that Ebenezer Scrooge's timeline. Uh, and, and there's something wrong. The Muppets have to jump across time and space and reality to fix all of their myriad stories across all sorts of things. And just when things look too dark for the, even the Muppets to save themselves... Who comes crashing in the side door but Fraggle Rock and Sesame Street? And so we have a celebration of all things Henson uh, felt-based puppets, and we can we can uh, we can mess with things um, uh, uh, Avengers Endgame style where we can uh, insert continuity that was never there. We can fix continuity errors that were there um, and dip into, you know, some of the deep cuts, stuff like uh, Muppet Family Christmas, um, you know, Muppets Tonight. Um, you know, we can uh, we can even uh, uh, we can use the the stock footage and, and some CG and uh, and and go to the, the John Denver and the Muppets Christmas together special. Uh, why not celebrate all of it now that Disney theoretically owns all of it, right? Uh, except for the stuff that they're going to have to sublicense from Sony, fine, whatever. Um, and in the case of Fraggle Rock, Apple, I guess, at this point. But, um, you know, if you got the Muppets, um, why retread one of the previous Muppet movies when you can
1: retread all of them?
0: <laughs> Fair enough. Emmett Otter or GTFO, man.
1: Yep, Emmett Otter, get him in there. Well, it, it, it'll happen. Uh, Emmett I, Otter, he counts. I like, I like it. Uh, it's every Muppet movie all at once. Now, um, Weissas mentioned about all the many Muppet movies and whether they interact or not. Stephen Hackett is
3: next. Stephen, um, did you notice like that the Muppet movies conflict with themselves, or did you not care? I feel like we don't have to have a strong canon around the Muppets because it's so meta. I think like that forgives a lot of sin. All right, in my mind. All right, what do you have as a suggestion? Having having done the pilgrimage with Quinn. Well, I uh, I thought a lot about this and I should say that I, I told my kids we were doing this tonight and they definitely believed that I was pitching actual movie ideas to the people who make Muppet <laughs> movies, oh. so my kids think I'm way cooler than I actually am. Right. <laughs> uh, and they had some suggestions, I'm not going to go with any of them, I'm going to go with my own.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
3: kids. <laughs> what do kids know about the Muppets? Nothing. I'm going to go with Quinn, I think that... The Muppets recreating classic films is totally the way to go unless it's The Wizard of Oz. And <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm getting ready to be 36 here before too long. So I feel like what I view as a classic movie and all of you old people on the podcast are going to groan. It's a Super Mario Brothers movie, of course. <laughs> the Empire Strikes Back. Back to the Future. Yes, when I, I had this written down. It so
4: works. <laughs> yeah, that's oh, on my list. Yay.
3: Yes. So uh, Kermit plays Marty. <laughs> I really struggle with who Doc should be because, on one hand, you have like Honeydew and Beaker, and maybe they could be Doc together. I thought maybe like you have the scientific Doc and like the wacky Doc, but then I realized there's only one Muppet who can play Doc, and it's Fozzie. I think it's got to be Fozzie. <laughs> See him in a lab coat in the beginning, back in the DeLorean out of the trailer. How did he get in the trailer with the way the doors open upward? Nobody knows, but whatever.
0: Bunsen Honeydew is literally wondering why he spent four years at
3: medical school
0: right now to, to be treated so.
3: So they travel back to 1951 and accidentally interfere in the story that's told in the original Muppet movie. So you have back to the future being recreated because he interferes with his parents' meeting and then his brother starts to disappear from the photo, and you have the Metaverse Muppet thing because they're traveling in their own movie, so we will see parts of the Muppet movie through the eyes of this film right It works on both on mm-hmm. uh on both uh
1: levels I think and you can uh you can reshoot those scenes from different angles if you
3: want to because the Muppets haven't aged yeah. And, and maybe your dad's played by a different guy in the second one for reasons people don't understand. You just never know. <laughs> Instead of a DeLorean, is it a Studebaker? Well, the Studebaker's in the original one. I kind of thought maybe it was like uh, an 80s version of the uh, the Electric Mayhem tour bus. They, they, you could electrify that, I think. I'd travel through time in it. Mm-hmm. So that's, uh, that's my pitch. Obviously, the soundtrack is the same. You have the same great Huey Lewis uh-huh. songs. Uh, but, um, they're played by Doctor Teeth and the Electric Mayhem. <laughs> All right, is it is it called Muppets Back to the Future? I was yeah, I was thinking uh, I was thinking that could that could be it. I was also thinking about Back to the F- Future, but like with a pun on fur, like furture uh-huh. somehow. But I'm still workshopping that Muppets Back, back, to, back to the
1: mut- <laughs> Future. I'll just put that in as the as the temporary. I love it. No, I literally, in my notes, it says back to the Muppet movie. And that was the premise was what if they went back in time to change what happens in the Muppet movie? Cause yeah. you could do that. Oh, yeah. uh, yeah. fantastic. All right.
4: Thank you. And uh, David, your turn. I, I have to admit, I'm kind of amazed this is still available, but I'll take it. My, my backup was going to be the great Gatsby with the great Gonzo. Cause it's right there. But, but no, no I fair, no that. fair. Save hey one
8: there one. old sport.
4: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I I have I have a scene I think I think our movie would go something like this just like you I like recreating classics with the Muppets um, and one of my favorite Muppet movies the Great Muppet caper a heist film I love heist films so I was kind of drawn to this so I, I see this scene I, I see some of our our Muppet characters are sitting around a bar and they're plotting because scooter's uncle has been Pressured into selling them up at theater to a ruthless developer who wants to build a casino, so they're going to get even with him. And I think the scene would go something like this: We're we're going to need a Fozzie, a Great Gonzo, a special guest star, two chickens, and a Sweetums. Not to mention the biggest Miss Piggy you've ever seen. Meep. You think we need one more? Meep. We'll get one more. One more. Ah 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 ah. Kermit's eleven because it's not easy <laughs> stealing green.
8: Yes. <laughs> I All right, watch this I'll movie allow very it. Very much. Uh,
0: <laughs> I would have preferred if you adopted the original Ocean's Eleven with the Rat Pack and included Rizzo, but uh, well, I'll allow it. Yeah.
4: That, I would. I would do that too. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm good with that. Yeah, you can find them both. You you could I you, mean you I reference mean, both Kermit's twelve. Kermit's twelve. That's the one where they get even with Walter. <laughs> that was my backup yep. in case someone already picked Kermit's 11. And yet,
0: and yet Julia Roberts is still in that one. It's really weird. Yes.
4: It is. Yes. Yes. Huh. But she's playing Miss Piggy.
0: <laughs>
8: <laughs> okay. I hope I'm not stepping on anybody's, but that list you started rattling off, David, was going in a very Princess Bride direction for a moment. And I really thought that was where you were headed. You mean this executioner's cloak says Sweetums. You know. <laughs> yeah.
4: Hi. I might have done that intentionally.
1: If
8: it's so good, he said I could keep it.
1: All right. Kermit's 11. I like it. I like all (laughs) these. Monty, your turn.
5: Uh, My approach was mostly to look at movies I liked and cast them with Muppets. Yeah. To see how they would look. That's the way
0: to do it, dude.
5: That's it. So I present the cast of The Muppet Club i.e. the (gasps) Breakfast Club with Muppets.
8: Wow, I'm here for this one too. The the janitor,
5: obviously Beauregard. That's typecasting.
0: (laughs) George, the janitor has just fired his agent. (laughs) Yeah, he has.
5: I think Beauregard's nicer, and the janitor has to be nice. Uh, Assistant principal, Sam the Eagle, obviously. Uh, Judd Nelson, the criminal, that's animal. Emilio (laughs) Estevez, the athlete, I think Sweetums. Oh, yeah. Anthony Michael Hall, who played the brain, well, that's going to be Bert because I don't think we're getting <gasps> enough Sesame Street Muppets in here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fair enough. Which like follows it. on with Molly Ringwald, the princess Abby Cadabby. Nice, nice. nice. I right. like it. And you up to date for Ali Sheedy, who, the basket case. I have never heard of this character, but her name is Grunjetta, and she's Oscar's girlfriend and oh, she's yes. a female
6: Good girl. choice. Yeah. Good choice.
1: And the only
5: change I am making to the script of the Breakfast Club is that at the end she looks exactly the same and none of this BS makeover nonsense that actually happened to <laughs> Ali Sheedy in the Breakfast Club.
0: <laughs> they put a flower in her hair and that's it. <laughs> Grungetta
6: is basically like and I mean this in the best possible way Courtney Love as a grouch. Perfect,
1: great. And otherwise it's it's just it's just the bre- Breakfast Club, Monty. Yes.
5: No humans, just Muppets. No humans. Being The Breakfast Club. Oh, man.
1: Why can't... Uh, I, I said it before, why can't all movies just be Muppet movies? That's my question
5: for everyone. Why? Uh, Quinn, Steven, anything to weigh in on, on whether all movies should be Muppet movies? <laughs> What's the hit rate on a Muppet movie, <laughs> would you say? It's not as high as you
1: think not it would be. <laughs> okay. is, it, is it higher than the hit rate on a general... Any movie,
2: though? Oh, yeah. 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 Uh,
3: all you right. mentioned uh, the great Muppet caper a second ago. And I thought, yes, remake that into a good movie. But
2: <laughs> how dare you? It's not that every movie should be a Muppet movie, but I do think that every movie could be improved with the existence of a single Muppet. Like they don't mm, have to be a major uh-huh. character, but if I think a Muppet made an appearance, it would make me like any movie okay. better.
3: L- let's test that. Yes. You think you think about Twister. Okay, just like not a good movie, right? And there's a scene in Twister where they're driving and cows fly by and maybe that cow was like a Muppet cow. It's a Muppet cow. That was what I was thinking Is that movie better now? Yes, Yes. 100%. Yes. It is 100%. I
8: would
1: would replace more of the actors in that movie with Muppets though because (laughs) it's not a very (laughs) good movie. Yeah. Yes.
0: Maybe maybe movies now have to have a Muppet quotient where the, if you added this percentage of Muppets to the movie, it would be that much better.
1: Well, I like there, there are those Twitter games that people play and the two of them are take recast this movie and all but one person is replaced with a Muppet. Who's the person who remains? And then the other one, which is you recast the movie with everybody's the same except one character is a Muppet. And quite frankly, I can't get enough of those games because yeah. <laughs> they, they are all better them. with Muppets. Just yes, I love it. All right, here's mine, and I cannot believe, although Nathan definitely went down the same path as me, I I, I can't believe that this didn't get as touched upon as I thought it would. So uh, let me pitch you my movie. I'll give you the title first. It's Disney's The Muppets, Marvel's The Muppet Avengers. <laughs> <laughs> um, it it is it does what it says on the can. Pretty much a movie that people have already seen and people already know. Uh, but it will also satirize Marvel movies along the way. Kermit is a tech billionaire who is secretly the Ferris Frog. An armored adventurer in a supersuit that can fly, blast laser beams, and contravene most laws of physics. He is guided by his artificial intelligence sidekick, Scooter, and driven around by his best friend and uh, right hand man, Fozzie. Uh, Piggy is Kermit's girlfriend. She's a reality TV star, but when she gets really angry, she becomes the incredible hog. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Oh,
0: Very good. Her secret is she's always angry. Really,
1: really <laughs> Angry? Have you seen Miss Piggy? She's really
0: angry. There better be a Green Eggs and Ham joke. (laughs) We'll work it in. (laughs)
1: Captain Freedom. Well, Sam was a scrawny pigeon until he was fed vitamin serum and bombarded with super rays by Doctor Bunsen Honeydew. (laughs) Now he's a mighty eagle, Captain Freedom. Uh, I guess Doctor Bunsen Honeydew was murdered by his second most dangerous creation, the beaked skull. That's oh.
6: Now I'm trying to imagine Beaker talking like Werner Herzog.
1: <laughs> Next uh, is the mighty Sven. Uh, one day, mild-mannered Swedish chef was backpacking in a fjord when he found a walking stick atop a small cairn in a shallow cave. Upon tapping the stick against the stone, he is transformed into the mighty Sven, the last Norse god. The stick uh, is still just a stick, though. Uh, and then there's fisheye. People never notice this member of um, Disney's The Muppets, Marvel's The Muppet Avengers. That's what makes him so dangerous. When a job is tough and no one else will do it, you can expect that ace sniper Lou Zealand will be there to use his shocking pinpoint (laughs) aim to hurl deadly fish at anyone who needs to be dealt with. And if you want a plot for this, because I really don't have much of one, let's just say they're called into a parallel universe by Super Grover and Captain Vegetable because they're in peril because... I don't know, Cookie tists, the world eater, is threatening the planet? Because in that universe, I
0: guess every world is a cookie. Anyway, he wants cookie. And that's my pitch. <laughs> there is actually a Sesame Street uh bit uh with the Avengers, with Cookie Monster, where he plays mm-hmm. the whole character and it's the the Avengers are various um mm-hmm. various uh, vegetables. Uh, in essence and cookie monster turns my secret is me always hungry (laughs) sir Mm -hmm. yeah of course Mm -hmm. so it's it's a it's It's a good bit it's a good bit bit. i think that i think we've
1: we've definitely unlocked all of us enjoy a muppet movie that's uh that's basically gonna follow the lines of a of of a story that we're familiar with i think that's the way the way you want to go uh let's let's do uh one more round uh Really quickly, if we could, (laughs) let's consider this the Bring Out Your Dead round, but really just kind of short versions of of as many ideas as you want to uh, throw out there. We'll just do one last turnaround. Nathan, uh, I will
6: start with you. Um, Okay. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Jim Henson's Jane Austen's Muppets and Misadventures, starring Phoebe Waller-Bridge, Queen of the Fourth Wall, as Jane Austen, and inexplicably, Gonzo as Charles Dickens, who Phoebe Waller-Bridge keeps pointing out is a three-year-old in Portsmouth. Uh, Gonzo takes this in stride. Um, It starts out as an adaptation of Persuasion, the story of a vain young woman who rejects a a humble but kind-hearted young man until he goes off and becomes greatly successful in a naval career, obviously the roles that Kerman and Piggy were born to play. Except that Pepe the King Prawn comes along, gets bored with all this girl stuff in the script, and starts punching it up to be more exciting. So he's heard shared universes are big, so suddenly all of Jane Austen's stories start colliding with each other. Uh, Elizabeth Bennett falls madly in love with the dashing Mr. Animal. Imagine Animal in a cravat uh, with his hair strategically must uh, calmly and suavely eating an entire China p- uh, plate at a dinner reception. May find your society tedious. And things just get crazier from there as Jane Austen races to try and put her stories back together. Pepe discovers that he has been invited to join Love, the League of Villainous Evildoers. All of the mean Mr. Ws from Jane Austen's books have seized this opportunity to try and reclaim their destiny and get back at a woman for daring to tell them what to do. And Jane Austen and Gonzo must team up to save the day, rewrite uh, her own stories, and give everyone their happy ending. All right. I love it.
1: Another genre. Another genre. Full of Muppets, it's great. (laughs) More more Mm -hmm. genres full of Muppets, that's what I say. Kelly, what do you have?
8: Uh, Okay, so I have two, I have one uh, actual pitch, and then I have sort of one Bring Out Your Dead. So my other actual pitch that got fleshed out a lot more is Uncle Deadly and Lou Zealand are dead. This is the story of The Muppet Show via the bit players in The Muppet Show. (laughs) We go all the way back to when J.P. Gross bought the theater. Why does he own it? How actually did Scooter end up working there? I know they're related, but like, what made that happen? What made the variety show a good idea? Do they have other events in that theater on nights when there's not a variety show? And this movie digs into the origin stories for everyone. J.P. Gross, Scooter, Annie Sue, Sam Eagle, Dr. Julius Strange Pork, and why he's only on Pigs in Space, George the Janitor, which we talked about earlier. Why is he so George? We get... Statler and Waldorf, because they're in that balcony for a reason, and mm-hmm. I want to know what it is. And we get Beaker's Hodor moment,
4: and Kermit the Frog as Tom Stoppard.
8: <laughs> Basically, yes.
4: I I have on my list Rosencrantz and Guildenstern or Muppets,
8: <laughs> <laughs> it, and
4: it's like one half a dozen of the other. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs>
8: Basically, uh, mostly because uh, and and I feel like the the um, the dramatic. Uh, bike riding scene from this one would be uh, them playing tennis and um, my bring out your dead is to remake the Goonies as a Muppet film Uh, It's one of my all-time favorite movies I'm literally wearing a Goonies shirt right now as we record this Uh, this movie includes a lot of things that would be really fun to watch Muppets do or that we have had fun watching Muppets do and that includes a chase and a daring escape and a treasure hunt and a little bit Mm -hmm. of romance and everything happens in the name of friendship because friendship
2: is the point.
1: Very good, very good. Quinn, what do you have?
2: I have two uh, runners-up for Uh my kind of remake movie uh, concept. Um, One of them is Clue, which I think is just fairly obvious. Should be a Muppet movie. Um, The other one is... More exclamation points. We'll put more exclamation yes. points in your movie. <laughs> Hold on, <laughs> Quinn. We
8: got to sit with that one for a minute. That's so good. I, now I just hear Piggy going, flames on the sides of my face.
0: Even if it's not a Clue remake, just any sort of closed house mystery thing where the, mm-hmm. the Muppets are involved and Walter is dead.
6: Muppet by death. <laughs> Muppet murder mystery. Oh.
0: I was going
1: to say something like Forks Out. <laughs>
2: yeah. Oh.
5: Camilla is the mm-hmm. singing mm-hmm. telegram girl, played by Jane Wheatland.
2: Mm-hmm. And then you can cast all the Muppets according to color. So, like, Mr. Green is Kermit and Scarlett's yes. Miss Piggy. Yep. You can keep sure. just do it like that. Yeah. Oh, I love it.
1: That's brilliant. Fantastic.
2: Um, My other runner-up was The Phantom of the Opera. Um, either the musical or not a musical, I just think Kermit <laughs> in The Phantom of the Opera mask would be very good. <laughs>
6: I have brought you to the scene of sweet music's throne.
5: (laughs) That guy is a vocal coach? (laughs) (laughs) Yes.
2: And then my last kind of uh, original concept, semi-original concept, which, believe it or not, I did think of before all of the Avengers pitches happened, um, (laughs) is, uh, in essence, High School Musical, the musical, the series, the Muppet movie. (laughs) Because High School Musical, the musical, the series is a real television show on Disney Plus that is incredibly meta humor already. Um, And I honestly think there is a non-zero chance there could be some kind of Muppets crossover because it is a Disney Plus property. Um, And they already have like kind of that style of humor. And I think there could be a really fun crossover um, with those characters and perhaps some kind of original hijinks. And Walter's in it. You monsters. You guys are so mean to this poor boy.
3: Seriously. (laughs) I didn't know people hated Walter so much. Kill him. Yeah, they do. <laughs> now you know.
0: Yeah, you have, <laughs> you, you, you well, don't he's get the where you live.
3: <laughs> no. But guys,
1: he can whistle. Kill him. All right. Thank you, Quinn. Those are great pitches all. You, it's definitely showing your your uh the time put in witnessing <laughs> Muppet movies. <laughs> So we thank you for your service.
0: If it were Walter and Jesus that Pilate put before the crowd, Jesus would be alive. Still today.
4: (laughs) I have have on my list, the last temptation of Walter. Oh no. No. Oh my. my. Uh, Phil, what are your, what what do you
0: have left? You, you, you got a lot of them. Just let us know. I I have, I have 200 entries here, but I just want to point out that obviously Phantom of the Opera would be Wayne and Wanda in the, titular roles, but never you mind. Jason, Which one wanna, would be the opera? <laughs> yeah, I don't care. Jason, I want to take you back uh-huh. to 1982. Uh, it's a time of, uh, of of terrible upheaval because the Muppet Show has ended, Jason. Huh? What are we to do? Well, don't worry, Jim Henson's made a movie. Oh, that's great. Oh, no, it's the Dark Crystal and you have lots of people going <laughs> expecting that the special Jim Henson friendly family Muppets, and instead it's these weird lizard people and gelfling things. <laughs> (laughs) No one is happy at all. (laughs) Well, Jason, let me present to you. The Muppets Dark Crystal, where it's the Dark Crystal, but with the Muppets we know and love. Kermit oh. and Piggy are the Gilflings. Gonzo is the Lord Chamberlain's oh, Getsies. Those weird mystic Muppets are, I don't know, Dr. Teeth <laughs> from the Electric Mayhem. Fozzie Bear is that weird wizard creature lady. Animal is obviously Fizzy Gig, or Fizzy Egg. Or I don't even think enough of him to say his name right. But... If you read uh, the biography of Jim Henson by uh, Brian J. Jones, you'll know that at one point, Jim Henson wanted to create uh, the Dark Crystal where the creatures didn't actually speak English. They would speak through guttural grunts and moans and test audiences. What the the hell is this, Jim Henson? So in keeping with Jim Henson's original vision, yes, it's Muppets in the Dark Crystal roles, but they would speak in guttural grunts and moans. (laughs) So that that would be the Muppets Dark Crystal. My other my other selections. Um one of the things that I think Muppets now the uh, uh current disaster show on Disney on Disney Plus gets horribly wrong is it's just a bunch of um uh, dumb sketches and 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 whatnot, and the things that people love about the original Muppet Show are the musical numbers. Uh, you think Muppet Show, you think Elton John singing Crocodile Rock with crocodiles. You think Viking pigs attacking a village singing in the Navy. So the 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 musicals that I think of when you when when we mention such things are the MGM Busby Berkeley nineteen thirties musicals like Gold Diggers of Oh, I hate you or Footlight Parade, or 42nd Street. Yes, I'm proposing just a crazy uh, musical with wild numbers. And like the original Muppet Show, sometimes racially inappropriate, and warning labels will be plastered on them. But... Busby that's Berkeley's
4: what, The Gang's All Here would be yes, perfect. Th-
0: that's what I envision. And my final pitch uh, uh, to promote uh, another better podcast is Muppet Magnum P.I. That's what it is in Pig ha! Investigations. Oh, that's on my list. <laughs> oh, well, in my version, uh, Kermit is actually Robin Masters because, you know, he's off screen oh. mostly in this one. Uh, okay. Uh, Higgins is Sam the Eagle. Yes. And yes. Uh, uh, I believe your, your, your Magnum is Ralph the Dog.
7: Hmm. Incorrect. Higgins is your oh. one human and it's John Hodgman.
0: Well that that would well, also Hig- work. Yes. In,
4: I'd it, accept I that. would do it in real life. Gonzo now, my- is T
0: C, obviously. Yeah. Oh, oh now that's interesting.
8: Oh, yeah. I like it. Who's Rick?
0: And, uh let's see. Rick would be I would say Bunsen Honeydew and also Beaker, because Rick must be contained <laughs> by two characters. <laughs>
4: now see, I, I had Kermit as Magnum. Jim Henson is Robin Masters.
0: Oh, there you go. Uh, Fozzie is
4: TC. <laughs> Gonzo is Rick. And Sam the Eagle is Higgins. Because sure. Rick's a little goofy.
0: He was, was Doc Eyebold in your uh, in your scenario. Oh, Bunsen <laughs> Honeydew. Of <laughs> course. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, then, there you go. So, anyhow, those are my and, and
4: Carol is Miss Piggy.
1: This is all solid. Thank you. Can't wait.
8: I really, really want to watch that now.
1: I was thinking Bobo the Bear give, would give be me rich. time, but you know, give, oh, give me time. Too. All right, Mo- puppets. Moises. <laughs> so,
7: uh, a couple quick ones. Uh, my musical adaptation is Muppet Ragtime. Uh, for those unfamiliar, Ragtime uh, set uh, set around the time that uh, that the old Model T was a new thing, um, and uh, it is a musical about racial strife. Uh, it is about the uh, the promise of America. It is one of the great american musicals if you ask me and the reason that i i suggest this is because when i was in a production of ragtime a very serious show about a lot of very serious things um we amused ourselves by fan casting what muppets would play what characters <laughs> harry houdini is in ragtime obviously that's gonzo emma goldman definitely miss piggy um you know you have various figures from history and casting them as muppets is just irresistible um the other one that I have that is rather short is Muppet Trek, Star Trek with Muppets. Mm-hmm. Um, you got multiple ships, you got many, many Muppets, uh, put them on a bunch of ships and do us, you know, here, uh, have a dollar and, and, and go make a Muppet Star Trek. Um, I, I also had a version of, uh, you know, like the Muppet Follies of 2021. Uh, just, just do, <laughs> uh, do a, do a Muppet Follies thing every so often. um, The the one that is a little bit more fleshed out, but is not my crown jewel, is um, one of the things I love is when the Muppets put on a show. Just let the Muppets put on a show. um, But let's not do the thing where the Muppets have to have some sort of strife that breaks them apart. Let's let the Muppets stay together. Let's have the Muppets save a school performing arts program that is threatened (gasps) by a trio of horrible... Uh, plutocratic white men played by Ben Schwartz, John Mulaney and Andy Samberg. And if the other two aren't available, Andy Samberg and Jorma Taccone and uh, uh, Akiva Schaffer from, from The Lonely Island. Um, and these jerk faces just want to close down this school so that they can put up condos that Russian plutocrats can spend money on and not actually live in. Um, the the Muppets are constantly having to heist things that the um, wealthy jerk faces are stealing to try to uh, to um, to mess up the big show that the school has to put on to make the big fundraiser work. The Muppets can um, send agents of the Muppets across the globe to recruit friends. Um, this is where we bring in Beyonce as a special guest so that. Beyonce Beyonce gets to be part of a good Muppet movie. Um, <laughs> and we get yeah, the Muppets save the school and there's a show and it's hilarious and it's great. And Lily Tomlin shows up. Um, but, but the, the one that I'm really passionate about. <laughs> and one of the things that I love the most about the Muppets is when they do sketches that send up popular culture really well. Yes, And mm-hmm. classic cinema is a passion of mine. Um, mm-hmm. And as I'm, reminded by youths on a regular basis the 1990s were apparently a long time ago now and so in the style of francis ford coppola's bram stoker's dracula i present to you jim henson's dracula (gasps) starring not kermit as jonathan harker but kermit as van helsing and not piggy as mina but piggy as lucy who's going to meet an untimely end so who are our jonathan harker and mina Obviously, Gonzo and Camilla. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> who are our Doctor Seward, our Lord Arthur, our Quincy P. Morris? Well, Doctor Seward, it's got to be Gonzo. Lord Arthur, Fozzie, because he's got that fancy bow tie; he's a fancy man. And is Quincy P. Morris? Who could be our swashbuckling cowboy better than Lou Zealand?
0: Yeah, there you
7: go. But you know what? We need a Renfield too, and that's obviously Ratzo Rizzo. That's that's oh, yeah. that's that's easy. So the question is, who opens the door at Castle Dracula but the Count to introduce his master Dracula, (laughs) played by Keanu Reeves?
1: (laughs) (laughs) A swerve. (laughs) I love it so much.
4: One, one cameo guest star.
1: Ah, 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 ah. Uh, says you played the, it's a movie with Muppets, but one actor game too, haven't you?
4: Yes, no. I did. yes, I do. Oh. Yes, I. Yes,
1: I do. All right. Whoa, whoa! You have oh, come dude.
7: all this way to my castle,
4: dude.
1: <laughs> uh, all right, thank you,
3: thank you, uh, Stephen. What do you have left? I'm looking over the list uh, that. My kids helped me come yeah, up. Yeah, I was going to say, what and... did your
1: kids suggest? We can also hear those. I'd love
3: to hear those. Yeah, yeah. so uh they suggested four. And I'll just—they're uh, just—it's basically movies and who would play who. Okay. So uh, we have Into the Woods. The wolf is Doctor Teeth. uh Kermit is the baker. His wife is Piggy. G- uh, Gonzo is Jack. My kids are big Into the Woods fans. I'm not sure how that happened, huh. but they are. <laughs> Uh, Then we have uh, Harry Potter. My daughter is reading the last book for the first time right now. Uh, Harry is Kermit. Fozzie is Ron. Uh, We really had a debate on who should be, uh, he shall not be named. Mm -hmm. Uh, Some of us suggested Gonzo, but that character doesn't have a nose. And so that's mm, (laughs) a little tricky. So Mm -hmm. I don't know who plays that. But uh, I mean, the the nose is
5: his wand. The nose is his wand. Kermit's face is kind of shaped like Voldemort's.
3: Yeah, but he's Harry. He's got to be the, <laughs> he's got to be the main guy. I guess. But what about Walter, your favorite? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> well, Walter's wait, your favorite, Stephen. We got hair. Well, Stephen
0: why is wh- your boyfriend Walter in the movie, Stephen? <laughs> Walter is a
5: free elf. Stephen, <laughs> let me pitch this: Scooter, because he has glasses, can be Harry. Mm. There you go. Ah. Mm.
1: Oh, Harry Scooter. See that? Great. Yeah, Scooter. Yeah. Scooter uh, Potter. Scooter Potter.
3: <laughs> uh we then have uh, just a straight remake of Star Wars a New Hope. You know there was that uh article recently where JJ Abrams bemoaned the fact that they didn't have a plan with the, <laughs> the the new trilogy and so maybe the plan from now on is just remake the movies with muppets.
1: <laughs> Could work. Man. Uh, yeah.
3: I would I would pay to see a
1: straight up, just completely faithful remake of Star Wars with Muppets in it. That would be amazing.
7: They let
3: Family Guy do it. I mean, why can't the Muppets? Just do it. Why can't the Muppets? They've done it with Legos. Yeah, Disney Disney owns both. Just smash them together. Mm -hmm. That's what we're saying. Yep. And then lastly, and I think my favorite is a Muppet adventure movie that is also. A Lego movie. So it's the Muppet characters we know, but as Lego characters in the style of like Lego movie, Lego Batman. Oh,
7: the Lego like, Muppet did, movie. Oh that's the, the merchandising ability. Oh. I, how did Big Brick get to you, Steven? Wow. What did they, how did they <laughs> bribe Endless. you?
3: Endless. You can you could do so many things. It would be so much fun. Originally my plot idea was is that Walter got kidnapped by Lord Business, played by Sam Eagle, but because oh. you all hate Walter It'd be a very short movie. So.
8: <laughs> you oh, yeah, yeah. oh, you can keep him. Bye. Look, I don't
7: hate him that much. I just wouldn't be bothered if he died. <laughs> oh, oh, I
4: actively hate him. Mm. Yeah, he's the worst.
8: I really yeah. don't like him. Wow. I wanted to, but I really don't.
4: No, I never wanted to. All right. Well,
8: I wanted to because he was new I, I, and glad, I was like, I'm glad oh, a new one would be
7: great. L- Walter, no. Walter is now here to take all of the heat that Scooter used to get. I yeah. always felt Scooter was the unjustly maligned <gasps> Muppet.
1: I yeah, love he Scooter. Was. Somebody pitch a movie where there's a great. Muppet worse than Walter to take the pressure off of Walter and then wow. we'll move on with wow. that. <laughs> wow. I present to you the Muppets. St- St- Steven, thank you and thanks to your kids. Steven, uh, your kids are is, brilliant. Uh,
4: delightful. David, you bet. what do you have left? Well, I have a grab bag, but I just went mostly for titles. Okay. Uh, like All the President's Muppets, um, <laughs> The Swedish Job. Because again, I like heists. <laughs> uh, Doctor Strange, Pork, or How I Stopped Worrying and Learned to, to Love the Frog, uh, <gasps> Muppet Impossible, and its sequel, Muppet Impossible: Frog Nation, <laughs> uh, two thousand and one, A Muppets from Space Odyssey. It would be full of cameos, so that Kermit could say, "My God, it's full of stars." Mm-hmm. Um, this one, I love. I love the original movie. Uh, I will. I will paraphrase the original lobby card. Richard Burton is Kermit. Peter O'Toole is his bear. (laughs) (gasps) Muppet Beckett. Which would be followed by The Bear in Winter. Um, uh, Adapted from Shakespeare's The Taming of the Frog, the musical Kiss Me Frog. Mm -hmm. Uh, Who's the green puppet frog who's a joke machine to all the pigs? No, no, no. Kermit. Um, And and finally, uh, part of the reason I had Rosencrantz and Guildenstern are Muppets is because... I Back before they did Avenue Q, the, the team that wrote that won an award for writing Kermit Prince of Denmark, a musical version of Hamlet done <laughs> with the Muppets, and they took it to the Henson Company, and the Henson Company said, no, <laughs> no you're not going to do that. But the Henson Company is now owned by Disney. Bobby Lopez, who co-wrote that in Avenue Q, co-wrote Frozen and Frozen 2. They're all under the same roof. I want to see Kermit Prince
5: of Denmark. <laughs> All right, Monty. All right, I got a bunch here. They're going to be quick because okay. they're mostly casting jokes. Okay. The Lighthouse. At <laughs> uh, first, I thought The Lighthouse should star <laughs> Statler and Waldorf, but no. <gasps> it is a movie about roommates getting on each other's nerves. It stars Ernie and Bert. Oh my God,
2: Ernie! Uh, uh-huh. That's brilliant. Uh-huh. Yep. Yes, Bert, and Ernie. Yep.
5: <laughs> Midnight Cowboy. <gasps> Mostly so Rizzo can play Ratso Rizzo. But I like Sam the Eagle as Joe Buck. Just He's got mm. the right <laughs> physique. I uh, may
0: not be a cowboy, but I'm one hell of a stud. <laughs>
5: <laughs> this one is a serious suggestion. Oh,
0: the mental image.
5: The live action version of The Lion King. Throw it out. Make a Muppet version of The Lion King. <gasps> huh? Huh? Yes, please. Uh, let's see. Uh, j- Joker starring Fozzie. That's pretty self-evident. <laughs> uh, I got a, I got several along those lines, like Saw starring Peppy as Jigsaw. The ring starring Janice as the <laughs> Well Ghost. Grey Gardens starring Settler and Waldorf. <laughs> sure. <laughs> cool Cat saves the kids. Cool Cat is still Cool Cat, but all the people, including Eric Estrada, are Muppets.
4: <laughs>
1: <Right>. <laughs> um I had a Reels.
5: I had a pitch for the Warriors. I sure hate where bullies. With each gang being from a different show, so the core group would be the Muppet show, but there's a Sesame Street gang, a Fraggle Rock gang, a Muppets Tonight gang, a Muppet Babies gang, and so forth. But I'm that...
0: imagining
6: Elmo with a switchblade
0: knife. Hey, Muppets, come out and play! See, I, I'm still stuck on... Um... The, the Muppet uh, uh, Midnight Cowboy because I want the, the one human in the cast to still be John MacGyver with the, Her. I hope you have a strong back, Joe Buck! So, oh. It
4: is very strong.
5: Hmm. And I'll and finish patriotic. off just by sharing my cast for the Rocky Horror Picture Show. Uh, <gasps> Brad is the shooter yes! Janet is Gonzo, which I can't really explain, except there's this one time in uh, Transylvanians where Brad says, we don't want to be any worry, and Janet says, right, in a weird way, and I like picturing Gonzo f- flying <laughs> into the scene going, right uh frank is kermit columbia is pepe magenta is janice because Raff is floyd and i think those two work really well together dr scott is dr honeydew eddie is animal and the transylvanians will be manamana and the snouts which gives me a good opportunity um do you remember yes. in the year wrap-up uh-huh. i explained this left snout joke i did i, d- a I do while remember that day? yes i want to I be do. clear it, it's the audience is left, not Manamana and the snouts left. So when you're looking at them, the left snout is the one you see on the left. All right. So stage
1: right, left snout. Thank you. Yes. And now back to the best of 2021
4: <laughs> clip show. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> oh God. Oh. We did it. Uh, uh, Skeletor as Gonzo.
8: Left snout, <laughs> right frog.
4: Hmm. Mm. Uh I don't
1: have uh, a lot more. um, I was thinking. I did write down maybe um, they should make like a real movie that treats the Muppets people and has a plot and is funny. Just like do that. Take a take a plot. Take like a screenplay off the pile that is a a funny uh, movie and say we'll do this with Muppets. What would that be like? I think that might be fun. But all right, fine. How about something like The Hangover except it's Kermit's bachelor party? You're welcome. Anyway. (laughs) That's it. <laughs> <laughs> and Walter's the guy who's stuck on the roof that we don't see for the whole movie. Come on. <laughs> I'm sorry. It was right there, man. I, I mean, it was too easy. I do think that I do think that with all of the whole Muppet uh, stuff with uh, Kermit and Piggy, and Piggy and Piggy and Kermit and Kermit and Piggy and all that, like, let's do the official Kermit and Piggy get married. Um, like, big movie, but it's all about the shenanigans that happened the night before the wedding involving Kermit and his pals. And they they, you know it's a whole bunch of different movies. They get into trouble and they're involved in crime and they have to get out and there's a whole, there's other weird wacky stuff that happens. But, you know, they got to get them to the the church on time. And they do at the end of of whatever that movie is. Well, Disney, there you go. (laughs) You're welcome. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We love the Muppets and um, more should be done with the Muppets. That's what we're saying here. More should be done with the Muppets. Uh, But uh, now that's the end of this episode of The Incomparable. We hope we've inspired you all, especially those of you at Disney. And uh, I'd (laughs) like to thank my guests one last time. Nathan Alderman, thank you.
6: I would like to thank you for the very last time I will probably ever be invited on this podcast.
1: No, I like to keep these episodes over an hour and thanks to you, we are. So thank you. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I'm here for. Kelly, come on. Thank you.
8: Thank you very much.
1: Uh, Quinn Rose, thank you. And thank you for uh, taking the march, the pilgrimage of all the Muppet movies on Bare Left, Right Frog.
2: This has been a wonderful way to celebrate ending that journey.
0: <laughs> Philip, <laughs> Philip Michaels, thank you. Why do we always come here? I guess we'll never know. Moises
7: Chuyan, thank you. You know, I didn't mention making the Always Sunny in Philadelphia movie just a Muppet movie because I felt like that was a stretch. But now I think I finally found the perfect place for Walter. Walter. Walter would work in that.
1: Oh. And
0: Danny DeVito is actually a Muppet, so it's already half cast. <laughs> <So> good.
1: <laughs> Stephen Hackett, I'm sorry we had to break the news about Walter, but thank you for being here.
3: Uh, I'm also disappointed no one cast the Cosmic Fish from Muppets from Space and anything. <laughs> still available, mm-hmm. still on the board. It's it's, it's in my wow. Star Trek one. It's in my it's All it's right. the giant entity in space. Okay. David J. Lore, thank you.
5: Uh, Monty Ashley, thank you uh, One more spud in Muppet Train Spotting Is played by Beaker Because he's sweet and no one can understand him <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> And thanks to everybody out there For listening to this episode of The Incomparable We will see you next time But until then, all I have to say is Yip, 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 yip,
0: yip, yip
6: There's no way I can do this without sounding like Patton Oswalt on that one episode of Parks and Recreation. The Muppets take the MCU. I'll just try to be as brief as I can. Um, the Muppets are dejected because Disney does not know what to do with them. Uh, they are all kind of in a, in a funk, worrying, are we not cool enough? Are we not good enough? Uh Walter is of course freaking out because that's what Walter does as the world's most annoying Muppets super fan. I just feel like I got the Muppets back together, you know, now they're all falling apart again. Kermit is trying to put on a brave face, but deep down inside he's afraid because he lost the Muppets before and you know he worries that he made some mistake and let everybody down and he can't bear the thought of losing them again. So the Muppets get the idea start to think, well, th- these Marvel guys, they're really successful. Why-, why can't we talk to them? At one point in my script, P- Fozzie picks up a Marvel comic book and just shouts into it, what are we doing wrong? How can we be cooler? Kermit is, is against this. He's like, we're the Muppets. We- we're not superheroes. We shouldn't try to be. We-, we Let's just stay the course. Let's let other people handle it. Because he's afraid if he does something wrong, it's all gonna fall apart again. But the other Muppets, um, you know, they're like, "We got to do this. We, we don't. We want to be cool. We want to be relevant." And Bunsen Honeydew says, "I have a way to do this." Introducing the, refi- the reficulator. Um, it is it. It sends you into any fictional universe to which legal has cleared the rights. Um, There's a uh, brief and hilarious scene in which he demonstrates on Beaker, who ends up in the cockpit of the millennium Falcon, having a completely incomprehensible conversation with R2D2 and Chewbacca. Um, And so the Muppets jump into the Marvel universe to try and find these characters and talk to them and find out like, what makes you cool? How can we be cool? And, when Kermit realizes that in the process, they are destabilizing the entire Marvel universe and that if it goes down, they will go down with it. He has to jump in and try to rescue them. So Fozzie ends up in what he keeps referring to as Waka Wakanda. Uh, he mistakes a meeting of the Wakandan tribal council for a, an audition, which he absolutely bombs uh, and is immediately thrown in jail. Uh, Gonzo ends up in outer space with the guardians of the galaxy Um they, they are trying to pull off a heist to rescue the Mikron Crystal from a breakaway Shiar, uh, Shi'ar faction, but the cannon that Rocket Raccoon has designed to fire exactly through the tiny gap in the shields to infiltrate the enemy facility is too small for everyone except Rocket, who is refusing to operate it. And Gonzo, by golly, he knows how to get shot out of a cannon. And Miss Piggy ends up in Budapest where she is mistaken for the Black Widow uh, and then ends up teaming up with her to uh, discuss karate techniques. You know, Black Widow's doing her acrobatic thing, and Piggy's like, well, that looks exhausting. Well, what do you do? Hiya! Oh, oh that, that does look good. Yeah, yeah, you just you do it with your whole body. You just really just rotate into it. Um, and Walter, Walter ends up uh, with what we think is Stan Lee, who... Uh, he calls himself Mister Excelsior. He is played, of course, by America's sweetheart Tom Hanks, um, in, dressed up like Stanley. If he's played Walt Disney, he might as well play Stanley. Uh, and Mister Excelsior says, "Well, I'm I'm here for all the true believers like you, Walter. I make dreams come true. And what you've got to understand, Walter, is that you know." When I created the Marvel Universe, I created characters who had realism and and grit and conflict. They had troubles and problems, and that's what you need. People want serious and gritty superheroes. And that's when we start to realize maybe Mr. Excelsior isn't Stan Lee after all. Maybe he's someone a little more, shall we say, devilish. So so Kermit jumps in after them. First he ends up with uh, young Thor and young Loki who are in big trouble because they accidentally woke up the Midgard Serpent early, and the Midgard Serpent is not happy about this. Thor and Loki are arguing, uh, Loki snipes that that a frog would be better at using Thor's hammer than he he would, and then Kermit picks up Mjolnir, uh, Mjolnir, trying to hand it back to Thor, and becomes of course Frog Thor. But instead of, you know, fighting the Midgard Serpent, he talks to it because Kermit knows that when you're in a chaotic situation, you got to try to understand what the other person wants and needs and then try to help them. And uh, when it turns out that the Midgard Serpent is just grumpy about having been woken up from its beauty sleep early, I'm imagining Jemaine Clement voicing the Midgard Serpent, Kermit holds out his hand like Thor summoning Mjolnir and summons his banjo and then begins to play a lovely a cappella version of The Rainbow Connection. Uh, When the Midgard Serpent insists that it can't fall asleep unless everybody's singing, Thor and Loki have to reluctantly join in and sing along. Uh, At one point, Loki's like, are you crying, brother? No, I just, I've got some snow in my eye. Um, And then Thor gives back, uh, or Kermit gives back Thor's hammer and talks about how, you know, sometimes you have to just talk to people and try to understand them. And Thor and Loki leave on the Rainbow Bridge, at which point Kermit remarks, huh, I, I finally found it. Kermit runs into Steve Rogers and Peggy Carter and gets some uh, advice from them about how to deal with, with powerful women, um, you know, being how to be in a relationship with a powerful, authoritative woman um, and, and give her her space and the respect that she needs. Uh, he runs into Tony Stark post-Civil War and realizes that you, know, you can't just fob off all your problems on other people. At some point, you have to take responsibility for the people you love. And uh, that's when he finds Walter, who has been transformed through the devilish magic of Mephisto a.k.a. Mr. Excelsior, into Waltor, a bad parody of Zack Snyder's superhero movie's Kermit is horrified and agrees to trade himself to Mr. Excelsior to free Walter, and Walter is cast out into the quantum realm, where, with a little help from Ant-Man, because I figured the only person who can make Walter palatable is Paul Rudd, uh, gets back on his feet, reunites the other Muppets, and goes to rescue Kermit. In the end, Kermit is being tormented by Mephisto. He says, you know, you used to be a piece of someone's soul. Now you're property. You're a line on a spreadsheet. Can you even hear his voice anymore? Um... At which point you hear, bear left. oh, oh sorry. I, I mean, you're on the other left. And then just like Captain America at the end of Endgame, all of the Muppets start returning, causing havoc, You know, driving Mr. Mr. Excelsior insane. Uh, he can't deal with all this chaos. Miss Piggy shows up, all Captain Marvel,
0: hands off the frog,
6: and punches him into tomorrow. And in the end, Kermit reaches out to Mr. Excelsior, who is defeated, and says, we, we do have a power. It's laughter. A, a laugh can, can be a light in the darkness. It can let you know that you're not alone. It's a sign that, that somewhere, somebody loved you, even if they didn't know you and they wanted you to be happy. It's been a long time since you've had a laugh like that, I bet. Wouldn't it be nice to laugh like that just once? And so Mr. Excelsior refuses to be pitied by a frog, sends them all away. You see the real Stanley show up to toss him a dustpan and a broom to clean up the ruins of his kingdom and say, Serves you right, you face-stealing faker! And so, in the end, the Muppets are still adrift at Disney. Disney still has no idea what to do with them, but the Muppets don't care. They are rededicated to, you know, believing in themselves and finding any way they can to make people smile and laugh. And that's the most insane thing I've ever said in public. So, uh, I apologize.